0: I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutriful work for men too? Welcome back to a brand new podcast episode live from Maine. I am on vacation this summer, still working. So you're still going to get a lot of new podcast episodes. We'll talk all about those because I'm back with a brand new, um, huge TLC interview that I'm dropping tomorrow. Uh, I can't wait to tell you about that. And, um, I'm going to be just doing all new podcasts, even though I'm here in Maine for the next three weeks. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Over the past two weeks, I think what I find so funny is whether it's like cousins or friends or people that pop in my DMs, it's always amazing. Like I always forget who's listening to this podcast episode. And it's a lot of people like that I've grown up with, like their moms. And they'll tell me, oh, like my cousin Allie, her mom listens. And I'm just like, oh my God, really? This (laughs) one? I'm always amazed because I always think, you know, there's so many of you are so smart and have other things to do than listen to this trashy podcast and what's going on in my life. But you know what? Apparently, I'm relief for a lot of people and I'm happy about that. It just never fails. People go, oh, my dad listens to you and he's like a minister. I'm like, oh my God, really? And all I do is talk about issues with my butthole and sex. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> I'm here to provide comic relief. A um, lot of people are just discovering the podcast through TikTok. You guys follow me on TikTok, if you don't already, at The Sarah Fraser Show. I do a lot with TLC and my life there, and so people are finding the show. If you're new to the podcast, I put out new episodes seven days a week. Uh, On Tuesdays, I talk about my own personal life and a little pop culture, which is exactly what I'm doing today. Um, And then Wednesdays, I always do a TLC recap. Uh, I'm obsessed with TLC shows. I love them all. Everything from I Love a Mama's Boy to 90 Day Fiance to, um, you know, Sister Wives is coming back this fall. You can count on that. Happily Ever After 90 Days, 90 Days Happily Ever After drops August 28th. I'm super excited about that. Love some of the couples that are on. You know, Angela and um, Michael are back. So many good ones. Kimberly and Soulja Boy. So you can catch that Wednesday. And then Thursday, Fridays, I usually do Bravo recaps with my friend David Yontiff. And Saturdays and Sundays are sort of the most popular episodes of the week recapped. And then Monday, I sort of talk to whoever I want. And currently, who I want is um, sugar babes. I said this a couple, probably a couple months ago, I put out on my Instagram. I was so, I, I'm so fascinated. It, like, aren't relationships amazing? And you know what was crazy is years ago, my grandfather, always, <laughs> which is really kind of fucked up, but my grandfather always used to say, it's just as easy to marry a rich man as it is to marry a poor man. Which I get what he's saying, which is like when you go to take those vows, right, it, you're taking the same vows. So it doesn't matter like if, you know, you you might as well, I guess, pick somebody really good or rich. Um, but also at the same time, I'm like, grandpa, that's kind of really shallow. And like, grandma didn't have any money. So <laughs> like, are you regretting? Do you wish you'd had a sugar mama? I, anyway, I think I've always been fascinated because I've had a lot of friends that have dated wealthy guys. I have, a. I now I, you know, I'm with the pandemic, so many people got on TikTok and showed all of their kind of sugar babe ways. And in fact, lots of times they don't even have sex with these guys. These older men, lots of times, or they're kind of like middle-aged, awkward guys, just want to go out with like a fun, beautiful woman. And, you know, I've never considered myself beautiful, but I feel like I'm a good time. So I feel like, you know, someone would pay for me to like tell jokes and maybe riff on them a little bit, like four grand right like I should have just set the bar and saw what happened you know and you don't even have to have sex with them at the end of the night and you can like bring your own security I don't know do you see how I'm excited about this (laughs) anyhow I I go I gotta I gotta interview these people so I put out this, this um, you know, notice and you guys know I'm, I've moved to LA to be a TV producer and national TV host. So one of the things I've partnered with NY27 Productions, they've produced a lot of TV shows. We're doing this, uh, you know, together and kind of showing this world of sugaring like never before. So yesterday on the, on the podcast was actually a sugar mama who makes $500,000 a year on OnlyFans. Now, she made all her money in photography. She's also widowed, and she is in her late 40s. She's now dating Zach, who's in his late 20s, okay? Zach was homeless, a drug addict from the age of like 10 years old. The story is bananas. Meets Julie, and I'll let you find out how they met on the podcast episode yesterday. And then She starts taking him all over the world and she's just beginning in her late 40s because she has this voluptuous booty, right, doing OnlyFans. Okay, so she starts making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. She meets Zach. They have this great relationship. Oh, by the way, Julie has like two kids that are teenagers. How do they feel about Zach? We get into all that. Zach decides he's going to be on OnlyFans too. He launches his OnlyFans. Together, they're making they fly all over the world to shoot in various locations their only fans and she spoils him what in the world y'all are we doing wrong it's such a great interview so it's up on the sarah fraser show now if you want to see it and it's a seven part series called sugar world so every monday for the next 5 mondays i'll have a new story from sugar babes sugar daddies the daddies that marry their babes it's so fascinating. Um, You're here though because I'm giving a recap of KJ's baptism on today's episode. Everybody wants to know everything about it including like you actually have to recite some things when you have a baptism. I didn't know this so when we got there like the deacon asked questions and I was like I I actually don't know the answers. Can you just tell us? So I'll tell you how the ceremony went down. People wanted to know what we wore. Usually you guys don't care what we wear and I I'm I'll happy to share all the details. I love fashion. I love to look nice, but I'm not a big shopper, actually. And I actually, and I, I do not, this is like probably a well-known secret about me, but if you don't know, here it is. I have always hired a closet shopper to come to my house. What's a closet chopper? A closet chopper is a person who will come to your house, puts together outfits from existing clothes that you have, and then usually makes a list of like, oh, you could add this, you could add that. I have done this probably, I mean, since I worked on Hot 99.5. So 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, I've had various stylists over the years. I truly want to be like Mark Zuckerberg, where you wake up every day, you wear the same goddamn hoodie, and jeans and you never think about, I want to waste zero brain power on fashion, but I want to look nice, if that makes sense. So closet choppers are usually, like usually you can book a closet chopper for maybe three hours for $400. Um, I do it like maybe twice a year. I find it to be great and worth the money because then I don't have to think about every day, oh, what am I going to wear? Does this work? Um, Hashtag first world problems, you know, (laughs) Sometimes I have first world problems. That's one of them. You know, you, you, you tune into this podcast to escape and, and there's true escapism. Someone coming and weeding through your own fucking closet and telling you what to wear. There you go. Uh, so I'll tell you what we wore to the baptism. I have been glued nonstop to this Elon Musk story. Have you seen this? I mean, Elon Musk is like, he's the new Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears trifecta that we were all obsessed with in 2008. Okay. Elon Musk is in the news every single day. And now he, the Wall Street freaking journal, who does like legit journalism, published an expose that Sergey, Sergey Brin, who is one of the co-founders of Google, is now getting divorced to his soon-to-be ex-wife, Nicole Shanahan, because Elon Musk, who was his best friend, had an affair with Nicole this past fall. What in the world? Elon Musk is speaking out about it for the first time and I have learned, I did a deep dive and I have learned so much about Elon Musk's life that I had no idea. We'll get into that. Um, So all that to come on today's episode. Let's thank a couple of sponsors. Thanks to you guys. um, I have amazing sponsors. So Dame Products. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. I talk about Dame all the time. Dame sex products are unmatched. They have unique sex products that are one of a kind in their field. I'm talking about a hands-free vibrator, products that'll get you there faster. Um, they also have sex oils. They have aloe vera oils that are, that are actually formulated to the pH of your vajayjay. So you never have to worry about getting any sort of like disruption to your vaginal ecosystem, as we call it. Anyway, look, they have a wide variety of products. All you need to do, do is go to dameproducts.com. Click on, uh, or when you go to checkout, use the code TSFS to get 15% off your first order. Discover pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys, discreet sh- shipping, and hassle-free returns. It makes everything a whole lot of fun and so easy. They do solo toys as well as toys for couples. Their Arc, Palm and Air are some of the top rated 500, over 500 five-star reviews. In fact, I'm talking 948 reviews. Most of those five-star. I love the color of the toys as well. Everything is discreet. Dameproducts.com. Use code TSFS to get 15% off. July continues to be high uh, fibroids awareness month. Horizonfibroids.com and my guy, Dr. Will Neem in Maryland. He has three locations in Rockville, in Germantown, in Frederick, Maryland. He is the top fibroid doctor on the East Coast. And Dr. Will wants to get the word out. You need to tell your friends if you have fibroids, 80% of women will. Lots of times, your OBGYN will say a hysterectomy is the only choice to get rid of them. That's bananas. You may want to have a kid at 43 like I do, basically, you know? Don't automatically get a hysterectomy. Dr. Will Neem is known for uterine fibroid embolization, which is a low downtime surgical procedure. They go in through the wrist. They can shrink and eliminate oftentimes your fibroids. Find out if they take your insurance or if you need a referral. If you can't get in, you can do email the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. Dr. Will often gives away free consultations. So we will do that. HorizonFibroids.com. Um, okay. So it was KJ's baptism here in Maine over the weekend. Um, Schman's mom came into town, my mother in law, who's wonderful. I know my other family in Michigan wanted to come, but it was kind of this last minute, like weird thing that came together because at first the Catholic church told us we had to go through all these steps and then they eliminated that. Like sadly, the priest who was overseeing that passed away, RIP, uh, but the new regime also obviously had zero rules. So they were like, come on in, you can do it this date. So we did. All right. Um, So my son is baptized. Uh, I've been born and raised Catholic. I've tried, I probably have talked about this. I've tried numerous different religions because obviously I'm pro Gay marriage, I mean, I think you should be able to marry whoever you want. I think it's a wonder. it's a beautiful thing. I grew up with gunkles who were together for 30, 40 years. I mean, more legit than a lot of straight couples. I'm all about it. So I disagree with the Catholic Church about that. Then, um, obviously, the Catholic Church has been embroiled with all this molestation um, and moving priests around, all that scandal. Um, I went through years. I never gave them a dime because I refused to pay for that. I think they should be forced to sell all the land and churches and things that they own, which they're doing that. And they're trying to make restitution now. Of course, you know, anyway, lasting damage. So, all right. So, you know, there's not a lot of things I agree with, you know, but... But over the years, so what do you like about the Catholic Church? Ask yourself that. I really enjoy the the services on Sunday. I really enjoy the masses. I don't know the singing, the songs. I like if you get a good priest that has like a good message. I enjoy that. Um, it's very very meditative for me. I, I and you know I think you kind of when you grow up with it, there's some something nostalgic about it. Schman was raised kind of. He's like a cashew. You know, he's half Catholic, half Jew. But he went more to Catholic services. So he, you know, we kind of go for tradition's sake, right? I don't know why. My dad was like never religious. My mom was. My grandparents on my mom's side were super Catholic. But there's something about it I like, right? So, and I've tried to go to other religions. I've tried to go. I've gone to, oh my God, evangelical services. I've been to some Jewish, you know, events. I've been to... Protestant things, that's kind of like, um, a little bit like the Catholic church. I'm trying to think of what else I've been to. I've been to several other things and maybe I haven't gotten into Buddhism. Maybe I should try that. So nothing's, nothing's kind of hit me the way the Catholic church is. And probably because, you know, I think lots of times you have to try something several times to see if it works for you. And I honestly haven't given things like you know, I, I expect to walk into a church and like divine, you know, speak to me. And if it doesn't happen, then I'm like, I'll go back to the Catholic church. So anyway, I'm saying all this and you're thinking, wow, um, what, what like, okay, bitch. So you decided to get your son baptized. Yes, I did. I wanted to my, and so did you, ma'am. So we baptized him on Sunday. It was very beautiful. A lot of our family came. We were so grateful. They were so much fun. What I love about my family is they love to, like, have a ceremony, like, anything, whether it's a funeral, a baptism, and then they love to drink and eat right after. And, like, you better have the food and the cocktails are flowing, you know? And at my wedding, they, like, drank us dry. Like, we did an open bar from 2 until the alcohol was out. And I think by 7 o'clock or 6, it might have been – They were down to just, like, a few bottles of wine. Like, my family loves to party. They love – and they love a good free cocktail, Um, which, you know, I mean, please, if you've been following me, you know that's, like, my downfall. You know, my Achilles heel, it ain't kryptonite. It's a free margarita anywhere, you know? So anyhow – We had such a good time. He was baptized here in Maine at the oldest Catholic church in New England. Very sentimental for us. And just, I think it's always good to have a spiritual foundation, whatever that is. You know, I I think we're all praying to the same person, no matter what your belief is. And even if you don't believe in a traditional God, I think there's completely a, I mean, I've seen it. The, The universe, God, I mean... Prayer works, miracles happen, believing in good things happening. I mean, everything does happen for a reason, as hard as it is to see at the time. And like, I mean, haven't you been in a divine situation where it's like something didn't work out and then you're like, oh my God, that was like by the grace of God saved, you know? So anyway, I want to give him this spiritual foundation. I'm fully aware in 10 years, like I said on my Instagram, I'm sure we've done all this. He'll want to be a Buddhist himself in 10 years. And he'll be like, why'd you raise me in the Catholic church? I hate the Catholic church. Well, at that point, you know, once you can drive yourself to the services, have at it, you know, so at 16, you're welcome or 17, you're welcome, whatever you want to be. Okay. You decide you want to be a Jehovah's Witness. You're no longer celebrating any holidays with us. Best wishes. You know, I mean, you know, like, I mean, what, whatever you want to do. Okay. So, um, we just want to give you a, a bit of a spiritual beginning. Wonderful ceremony. I loved it. It was so fun. People were like, I don't know why, but people really liked my outfit and they wanted to know where my shoes were from. (laughs) I'm always fascinated when I get multiple messages about something. I'm like, all right, that means something. So my shoes are from a place, place called Apricot Lane Peoria. I believe Apricot Lane is almost like maybe a chain of clothing stores, but I really enjoy their stuff. Peoria.com And I'm sure it's for Peoria, Illinois. That's their branch there. I love the women that own that shop. I just think they have a great eye for fashion. So I've been buying a lot of stuff from them. That's where the shoes were from. The dress is BCBG Max Azria. I am a BCBG devotee. Bloomingdale's has the best sales for them, become a Bloomingdale's loyalist, it's free, and then you get like ridiculous sales, like 25, 35% off, sometimes they even do 50% off BCBG, it's epic. So love, love, love them. Um, That was my outfit, KJ's was from Janie and Jack, it was from a gift card, they had this really cute um, like baptism outfit for little boys, little girls, all in white with a little Splash of blue, we did that. And Schman's out, Schman's was our wedding suit, which is the only suit he owns from Endochino, um, that do really nice men's custom suits for very affordable prices. They do great work, but they are incredibly slow. So just a heads up, um, definitely a great place to go for your man to get a fabulous custom designed suit. They give you like a discount too if you do it with like your whole bachelor group or whatever. Um, but I would plan, like, if you think that they're going to turn this around in three weeks, like they like claim they will, it ain't going to happen. Like, they're very, very, very disorganized. Sorry. That's just, like, <laughs> my experience. So there you go. Okay? Sorry. Um, but it was awesome. We loved the baptism. Um, and like I said, we got up there, and, you know, I think we were supposed to say some things like, you know, why are you here today for the baptism of our child? For I don't know. For some reason, I forgot the script. So... Poor Deacon Bob was like, and, and you today are here because I'm like, why are we here? What are we here for? And then people in the back were like, the baptism, the baptism. Oh, right. <laughs> <The> baptism. <laughs> the b- I don't know. I didn't know if we were there to, you know, I mean, I knew we were there for the baptism. I thought that was a given, but then I was like, I don't know. Are we there to like, uh, offer our souls to God as well? I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> thankfully we were saved by the people in the back. Um, and Deacon Bob walked us through the whole thing. So shout out to Deacon Bob. I really appreciate all the kind hospital well wishes. You know, people were like, you were in the hospital. You were in the R. What happened? I talked about this last week. I had a diverticulitis attack. It was the first time ever. Like I said, for some reason, I have the internal plumbing of someone who was born at the turn of the century. You know, if they had my colon under a microscope and someone who was born in 1917, they'd be like, oh, similar, you know, like... (laughs) We don't see money difference. Same holes, same pockets in this colon. I'm doing much better. I have no idea. If you have diverticulitis and you're on a certain diet, please tell me because the ER doesn't tell you that. They just say, hey, you know, we hope you're doing well. You need to follow up with the gastro when you get back. So. I'll do that. Um, but thank you for all the well wishes. Also, shout out to Danielle. I got, you know, guys, I'm still sending you free t-shirts. So Danielle wrote to me. She said, Sarah, you totally made my birthday this week. I wanted to share this with you because I am certain you didn't even know. The day you shouted me out on your podcast, the actual day the shout out was um, – for my birthday. It was on the same day. I thought it would be a pretty uneventful day with dinner with my fam at night. But as I was driving to the hibachi grill to meet with my family, pictures attached by the way, listening to your pod, I heard the shout out of our convo and that, uh, and that the t-shirt would be coming. I literally almost had to pull over. I was I was just so flattered and blessed to hear you and remembered it to mention on the show thanks so much for making my b-day just a little bit more meaningful and well downright special can't wait for my t-shirt to come oh danielle i love you and happy birthday again i almost i almost kind of want to just give t-shirts to like loyal fans so also if you're just a loyal fan of mine hit me up on instagram in my dms at the sarah Fraser show if you'll just tweet about or if you'll Instagram about the show I would gladly send you a t-shirt because I love how much it means to you guys and you guys mean so much to me like I said over traveling the past couple of weeks it's such a beautiful reminder hearing like all the different people and backgrounds that listen to my show and that's an honor and one I sometimes don't slow down long enough to really take in like how lucky I am to have been doing this for almost six years. And now it's like my full-time career. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And something years ago when I was in radio, everyone in radio told me could never be done. I mean, my own agent basically fired me from radio and was like, you'll never make any money podcasting. Bye. (laughs) Thanks. Okay. Thanks. So anyhow, here we are. It's a good thing. Um, Some pop culture stuff I've been obsessed with. Elon Musk. Elon freaking Musk in the media all the time. You know, is backed out from buying Twitter. I thought that was going to be very interesting when he bought it, but pass. Um, And now he's allegedly broken up the marriage of the co-founder of Google. And it's apparently being called... His affair with the wife of Google boss, Sergey Brin, is the most colossal act of personal treachery in the history of the billionaire's boys club. This is according to an article in the Daily Mail. But what I find so fascinating is I guess I haven't really paid that much attention to Elon Musk. And I guess we didn't know a ton about his personal life. I didn't realize how many times, you know, he's been married multiple times. He has nine children, by the way. Then he also had a son who died of sudden infant death, death syndrome, which I was so shocked, at 10 days old, um, which, you know, now a lot of that's coming out because people are doing a deeper dive into his background. He's never really spoken about it except for in an email exchange with a guy whose son was killed in a Tesla. In 2016, he was speeding at like 116 miles per hour. And there was some debate if there was some technical failure. And Musk was emailing with the father just how devastating it is to lose a child and how Elon Musk was so depressed and held his son and heard his heartbeat before he had passed away from sudden infant death. And, you know, SIDS is like one of those things, oh my God, scare! so frightening when you have a baby. I know so many of you guys know this because there's a lot, there's little research done about it. And they think there's some underlying factors when a child has this. Something's off with the brain, perhaps. There's, um, you know, there's all kinds of other things that there might be like an underlying heart condition. Um, It's unexplained infant death for no apparent health reasons. Factors could include brain defects, low birth weight, respiratory infection, and various sleep-related factors that can lead to it. Um... So it's very sad. You know, he has nine children. One of his children is currently trying to change their name and gender because they want nothing to do with him. Um, You know, he dated Amber Heard for a while when Heard was in between relationships with Johnny Depp. He uh, has been married to an actress. Um, His first wife he had the five children with and lost one of their sons. The the British actress he was married and divorced to twice – that um, they never had children. Then Grimes, he's famously had multiple kids with Grimes, um, the singer. She's called their relationship fluid. And apparently he's completely bizarre to date. His first wife, Justine, said he wooed her endlessly, only to tell her during the first dance at their 2000 wedding that he was the alpha in the relationship. And she, if she were one of his employees, he would sack her. Justine described him as a domineering figure who wanted a blonde trophy wife. They had five children together. Son Nevada is the one who passed away. Vivian, 18, recently filed a legal request to change her first name to reflect that she is transgender and her last name to signal she doesn't want to be related to her biological father in any way, shape, or form. Musk's second wife was British actress Miss Riley, one of the stars of the rebooted St. Trina's films. She told an interviewer that he warmed her up to the idea of romance by showing her photos and videos of SpaceX rockets. Oh, my God. Well, if that's all it took. They married and divorced twice and didn't have kids. He went on to romance Amber Heard in 2017. And now Bryn, uh, he reportedly had an affair with Bryn's wife, Nicole Shanahan, this past fall. and, and, And it coincides, ironically, with like around the same week that his daughter with Grimes was being born. What? Get then get this, Sergey Brin. He got down on one knee to apologize to Sergey for the interview. Reportedly, Sergey acknowledged his uh, his apology. They're not exactly on speaking terms, but they're not not speaking. What now, Sergey? He's actually had an affair on his first wife too. I mean, can you even follow this? These people have more fucking money and drama. You know what I mean? It's so like so he on his first wife. He had an affair. That's why they broke up. And then he supposedly had fallen in love with Nicole. They have a young daughter together. Boom, now they're getting divorced. And apparently um, Elon Musk is the reason. And Elon Musk, by the way, even got a $500,000 loan 14 years ago from Sergey when he was like making bank, when Tesla was in like the dumps. Boom, there you go. So now Elon says that they are in fact, Elon, now Elon Musk has shared a picture of himself partying last night with the co-founder, Sergey Brin, as he laughs off the Wall Street Journal claims that he slept with his wife and says he's not had sex in ages and accuses the newspaper of running a hit piece to undermine Tesla stock. This is like all breaking. This is so juicy. I mean, because what is the truth? I mean, I would think that Wall Street Journal is legit, right? They'd have to have, the Wall Street Journal reported that Nicole had an affair with Musk in December of 2021 at the Art Basel in Miami. The billionaire tweeted in response to one of the articles, this is total bullshit. Sergey and I are friends and we were at a party together last night. I've only seen Nicole twice in three years, both with many other people around, he added. He promptly gave a little more intimate information saying he hasn't had sex in ages, sigh. Sergey and his wife were separated, but still together when she allegedly had the affair. In 2022, after Sergey filed for divorce, Elon reportedly ran into him at a party and begged him for his forgiveness. Bryn and Shanahan were married for four years, welcoming a daughter in 2018. So what's the truth? We need the truth. How? He is, Elon Musk is just dropping a picture of them partying, and they look like best friends. What? God, if, if the Wall Street Journal, if this turns out to not be true, oh my God. I don't know. Anyhow, I'm, I'm obsessed. So I'll be following this, you know, every single detail. All right. Um, also tomorrow, huge show for um, TSFS. Alina from Before the 90 Days. Does everyone remember Alina and Caleb? Caleb has been on this show. Caleb Greenwood. Alina is a Russian model and singer. She was on the show. She has a form of dwarfism. She and Caleb were hanging out in Turkey, and they were going to see if they could make their relationship work from before the 90 days. They were super huge fan favorites. She's stunning, by the way. They get on the show mid, I don't know, three episodes in. Race, 10 uh, they're not quite 10 years old. Their um, tweets from several years ago, they were – Instagram post, Facebook message, post, Facebook post that were racially insensitive, uh, derogatory things about Asian people. There was one that was some debate, maybe if Alina was doing blackface, and then there was also one uh, with her describing a par, a very derogatory type party, um, and she was using the N word to describe this party. So she's on my show tomorrow, giving her first exclusive interview. What she's doing? She has moved from Russia. You know she she it's kind of crazy her mom is from ukraine she talks about getting some threats not directly from the russian government but she'll just talk about who they're from um that she's had to leave russia as well as her family how her family is doing in the ukraine she also talks about those insensitive posts um how she's trying to move on with her life, how she feels about them. Um, and she was fired from the show. She also talks about if TLC is in talks with her to be on the show again. And she really wants to get the word out about dwarfism. We talk. Of course, I love talking about sex. Sorry, I'm curious about what's going on in people's bedrooms. So she talks about wanting, you know, that she has normal sex. We talk all about that. And also, does she take a little dig at Caleb? And why the relationship didn't work out. That is tomorrow on the Sarah Fraser Show. In the meantime, follow me on TikTok at the Sarah Fraser Show. Bye, everybody!